Mike check one two one two. My sweet wife Is that you? Check waifu waifu. King Teliano, is that you? Polo, what's happening, listeners? We do this for you. What's up, there, boy? Oh, you know the uh, everyday, regular, regular stuff. Just living this dream. <laughs> Facts. Hey, whoa! Welcome to episode. What episode is this? Three. Three. Episode three of my check waifu waifu, bro. We're three episodes in. It's been three weeks so far. <laughs> right. Three weeks. How you feeling about it? Uh, I feel real good. You know, the people who listen, um, you know, we know they're the the real supporters at this point. So I'm very happy with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, now we just we just doing something we like and we just hope everyone else likes it as well. True. How about you? Oh man, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. It's been super like I don't know. I've just been so enthusiastic about it. Something I'm extremely proud of. Like, it turned out way better than I thought it was. Like, it's it's just perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. Per- I... Perfect co-host. Perfect time. <laughs> it's it's just a beautiful thing right now. Um. Well, <laughs> let's. I'm gonna just start off with just saying by saying that you can listen to Mike Check Waifu Waifu on all podcasting services: Google Play, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, all, all where you get your you know, your podcast, just search my check waifu waifu or click the links in our newly acquired website, my check waifu waifu.com. Yes. We have a website now. You said a website? Website, brother. An official website, my check waifu waifu.com. So now what's great about my check waifu waifu.com is that instead of you having to use the Gmail to write into us, you can go to my check waifu waifu.com slash contact. And you can write in directly through there or you can just press the contact button on the main page of the website mm-hmm. and write us in through there and we'll get your uh, your comments, concerns, and all of the above and read them on the show if you like. Uh, that's awesome. It's awesome. So here we are, Tell, episode three. You got any updates on what you've been watching? Oh, yeah. So um, based off a, a great recommendation of a friend, um. So obviously I'm still uh, keeping up with Steins Gate, but uh, the other thing I just started watching is Castlevania on Netflix. Ooh, you know I still haven't watched that yet. Well, well, here's the thing though is that I was expecting you know Helsing, Helsing Ultimate vibes, which you definitely get. But yeah. this is solid, like for um, an American anime kind of deal. Yo, this is really good, and I'm actually um, enjoying it. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm currently watching. Hey, dope. Did you, uh, how many episodes in there you in the Steins Gate now, or are you still just like trucking through? So six, I think. Okay, okay. It's gonna get a little bit more juicier. It's gonna get a little bit more juicier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. (laughs) So, okay. Last week, I mentioned that I'm still gonna try to catch up with Attack on Titan. So, I started watching season three of Attack on Titan, where I picked up where I left off, essentially. And where I left off essentially is when the um, it's when the uh, what's his name? Oh fuck! Here we go. I just said I was gonna do better with names <laughs> this week, and here I am messing up. <laughs> the main character, Aaron. Aaron. He got caught by oh shit. What's her name? Father. You know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah. So I don't have the name, but go ahead. Yeah. So they're like explaining uh, to him saying that they can fix the human race or save the human races if Aaron gets eaten by, you know, that family. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's still a hodgepodge of mess. So now, the reason why I think people love it, though, the reason why I think people love it is because of the animation and the action in it. It's so absolutely beautiful in that anime. Like, it's gorgeous. Like, just seeing them try to save Aaron is crazy the way they move. It's it's sick. Yeah, so I have to say, uh, for sure, this is probably my favorite part of the anime season one. Um, And I'm only saying that because it's a really good preface for the future. Oh, when, when she saved Aaron? Well, that whole scenario as to like, uh, you know, finding out what what his uh real power is with his Titan transformation and stuff like that. So he, okay, so going a little bit further into that, that, that's where I got to too, where he can uh, I th- they call it hardened. He like mm-hmm. basically crystallized, and they can use that to um to like kind of plug the holes in the wall. Yeah. Well, did so you it, did you get to the point to actually find out like why his Titan form is special? Why they want to specifically eat him? Not yet. Okay, then I won't say anything. But this is like my favorite part of like where this anime is heading until it gets to later scenes and this is solid. Uh, Annie. Annie Lionheart. I think that's her name. Is that her name? Annie is the original female. Yeah, that's the original female. Um, But yeah, I I know we know who who you're talking about. It's the the royal family, the the daughter who was hidden from everyone. Yeah, so she just became the uh, queen. Yeah, so that's where I am right now. I'm, dude. I'm taking that super slow. I was, I was watching that while I was playing like uh, Final Fantasy 14 and just doing some questing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just kind of threw that on in the background and was just kind of, and, and it wasn't bad. But I was every time it was some action on the screen, it was just gorgeous, just beautiful, so well, so well animated. That's of probably course. why people love it so much. To be a hundred percent honest with you, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Um, what is another one I've been watching? Uh, of course, I got to go to my Funimation list. Well, um, I've been, um, watching Asterisk War, um, again, because I never actually finished it. You never finished Asterisk War? No, I never finished it because, you know, you know how much I love Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Mm -hmm. And I was like getting so far in Asterisk War, I had to go back and watch Chivalry all over. And I was like... Nah, man, I'm going to finish Astro's War this time. So right now, I'm at the beginning of, like, the tournament. Mm, okay, yeah. I, man. I'm See, you're, you're good at, like, re-watching stuff, revisiting stuff. I, I don't know. Once I'm done with it, I normally not watch it again unless it's one of my top five. But, you know, I never finished Astro's War, so I'm going back to finish it, you know, give it a thorough looking over. Um. You know, I, I really like these anime because there's one other anime I was watching that's very similar to this, and it's called the um, Unbreakable Doll, um, Unbreakable Mechanical Doll. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I watched that one. It's I'm not gonna say it's as good as Asterisk War or uh, Shariva Felt Night, but the concept is solid, and I like yeah. how they how they got it. But they're not gonna expand on that because not enough people are gonna want to watch that. Yeah, is it is it the one with the guy with the headphones? Uh, there yeah, is a like- guy. There is a guy with headphones, but he's not the main character. Okay, okay, so that's not the same one I'm referring to. Then. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. This is another one I was watching called uh, You Know, and then this has a long subtitle because anime, right? It's <laughs> called course. You Know, A Girl Who Chants Love At. Sorry, I got to click it to read the rest of it because <laughs> it's just. <laughs> okay. It says, uh, You Know, A Girl Who Chants Love At the Bounds of This World. That's a pretty decent anime on Funimation. So in episode uh, 11 of the English dubs, that one I'm just taking slow, but it's it's pretty entertaining. It's um it's revolving around time again. So, of course, that's what made me stick with it. Anything that has to do with time and, and, and just that uh the whole aesthetic is, is kind of my wheelhouse. So I'm watching it. It's not as good as Steins Gate, not, not even close, but it's, it has an interesting concept because the concept is he has this uh this tool um that if he activates the tool it then creates a different world line and he mm. goes into that world line and kind of replays it back in a different um basically a different universe but it's yeah. the same 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 person almost like that whole string theory thing you know exactly it, it, almost exactly that actually you can see like when the sh- when he goes back it breaks off the string and then he goes into a different universe like for instance his uh Oof, no, that's a heavy spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there are situations to where he, he doesn't like the outcome and he goes back so many different times. It and you could just imagine that, you know, how that of course plays out. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one so far. I'll let you know how that goes when I keep watching it. But is is that all you've been watching lately? Uh yeah, right now that's all I've been watching. Like I said. Um, Castlevania, uh, Asterisk War, and Steins Gate. Yeah, for me, you know, Attack on Titan and keeping up with the uh, Shield Hero, of course. Uh, okay, so this week's topic of the show, we're going to be discussing our favorite anime villains. And my, when I tell you, you guys wanted to discuss your favorite anime villains, you wanted to discuss your favorite anime villains because you said <laughs> we had a, how many like uh, listeners right in? Uh, so I think it was 15, 14. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We love the support. We love it. We love it. We love it. Thank you so much for that. Now, this was a topic people were like, when I would post it or, or post it anywhere, they would say favorite anime villains, huh? They would just think like, uh, huh. Actually, I'm gonna go into our very first email. If you don't mind listener, um, <laughs> Not our very first email, but one of our emails. It starts off by saying, it's from my guy, Shady. Shady is an Australian listener uh, of ours, but he says, uh, I had to really think about this one since I never really considered what my favorite villain is. Uh, through all the anime I've watched, I've say Boros from One Punch Man uh, uh, for two main reasons. One is the best fight scene I've ever seen in any anime, and two, just a nice, simple goal. Find someone to match his power for a decent fight. I think that's the right. I think that's right. Long time since I've watched it, but I re-looked at the anime and I watched it. Yeah, it, and it probably changed my mind. He's basically saying that uh, it, it, the fact that Boros just wanted a good fight makes him a great villain. And that's why I love this email. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's just straight, straightforward and simple. Throw exactly. hands. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he, he also says regards shady at the end of the email, but let me just put in his side note. His side note is uh, Zetsuo from Demon Slayer is still quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the uh, episode 13 recap. But yeah, I mean, that's that's a great that's a great villain because Boros really didn't want anything but just a good fight. And when he got it, I mean, it's almost, <laughs> yeah, 
it's almost like an, an orgasm for him. He was enjoying the hell out of that fight. Yeah. And they were going ham in that shit. It was pretty good. One Punch Man is such a good anime, man. Such a good anime. I need to start season two already. Who are you telling, man? Season two is, ugh. <laughs> ugh. I'll, I'll read the next email. Gotcha. This email is from uh, Kaylin. Kaylin is a co-worker of Tells. So I hope she don't mind me reading it, but here I go. Uh, the villain that comes to mind for her is No Face slash Spirited Away. Um, the reason, the reasoning is it uh, starts out as Jahiro uh, feeling sorry for him. And he looks sad and lonely, so she lets him in. I felt sorry for, oh, yeah, I felt sorry for it. And it comes in, and they start sharing things with it. And slowly, he starts taking more and more until all of a sudden, it's a huge disaster and overwhelming. She manages to get rid of it, but it nearly destroys her. And afterwards, she didn't see it. She didn't see it as a monster anymore. She was no longer afraid. She just knew not to give it anything. And then she also adds that this hits me because I've been in the most victim. I've been the victim to a toxic relationship in my life. And this to me is the embodiment of a toxic relationship. You should never give yourself too much out of, out of pity. The worst threats are often the ones that sneak up on us. So that we don't see immediately. That's deep. <laughs> it is. That's real um, deep. Not to mention how great Spirited Away is, and Ugh, uh, man, you know, I, I feel like that's one that most people wouldn't even thought about. Like, no, no, I would never even think of No Face or Spirited Away, whichever name you want to use for him. Like, he, he just that that anime hits so hard because of the different ways you can interpret the way she handled that situation. Yeah. And I mean, as you can see, Caitlin here, which I mean, she used it as a as a positive. Like exactly. never give yourself too much out of pity. And is we what all learned from that. That's awesome. Yeah, we all do that from time Absolutely. to time. But you know, that is that's a lesson learned. For sure. That's a good anime. Good choice, Caitlin. I appreciate you for writing in. All right. So you want to take the next two? Yeah, yeah. So uh my first one is going to be from my personal waifu. Uh, hey, hey, baby girl, how you doing? My wife, Monique Williams, she says, <laughs> she says, I don't watch much anime, but someone, uh, me, told, uh, told me to watch Death Note, and I've seen quite a few episodes to know that L is my favorite villain. You realize she said villain, not just anime villain. Yeah. She said L is her favorite villain. I say this because in a way... Uh, the way he kills is really only to benefit the justice system, but because it technically isn't done legally, law enforcement would rather deem it being something that is completely inhumane, mm-hmm. making the community better while pretending they also should be stopped. Um, I mean, it's all I got right now. But <laughs> so here, here's the great thing about that is everyone knows uh, L, and uh, L once L dies is obviously a huge. Uh, decline and care for that anime but l and uh light yagami is just like such a great character he's doing all the right things he wants to make sure uh everything is happening pro- uh, properly and you know it's like hey i'm gonna stop kira but l is like you know, I'm going to figure you out. And L is actually doing all the good things. He's the, he's the technically the protagonist and, and light or Kira is the antagonist, but because we are seeing it through, you know, Kira or light Yagami's eyes, you know, Mm -hmm. L is the villain. And when he dies, we're like, heartbroken. (laughs) All right. By the way. 
Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the next one is from another uh, coworker of mine's, uh, Tim Jones. He says Scar, and he doesn't. Um, I mean, he's saying Scar from Full Metal Alchemist, and he doesn't mean Brotherhood. Uh, mm. From the original Full Metal Alchemist, he says, "I can relate with Scar because he's doing everything for the survival of his race. In his eyes, he was doing um, something noble, trying to live up to his brother's last request." What Ishval has been through is a lot similar to what, obviously, like we experienced in the United States um, many years ago before I was even born and, you know, has also been demonized. Right. And, you know, obviously uh, I would say Scar from the original Fullmetal Alchemist, I prefer over Brotherhood Scar as well because he has just more story. You know, they eliminate a lot of that story in Brotherhood. I was just about to say the main difference is you just don't know as much as you do. Exactly. Like, we don't know that the reason he has this arm is because he had to take it from his brother. You know, he exactly. got a whole arm transplant. But uh, Scar's ambition is a lot more relatable in um, the original Full Metal Alchemist. So great, great one, Tim. Uh, great one, baby girl. Uh, I appreciate y'all for writing in. Now, Polo. Yo. Who's your villain, though? Who's your villain? Okay, so the way we're going to do our villains is we have three villains. We're going to do third place villain, second place villain, and first place villain. No, so it's not the same as the top five. This is placements, okay? So my third place uh, villain, the runner-up, if you will, <laughs> is going to be my dude, Izum Gone for Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, obviously, he's the most OP char- main character of any anime probably ever, for one. And the fact that Ainz came into the world that they're in, in Overlord, as the villain. Like, his, his whole concept is basically to take over this world or to learn about this world and find his friends, mostly. But we know he's taking over the world, basically. And the way he does it, the, the strategic play he, he, he's doing, like, it's beautiful. If you haven't seen Overlord, he's the main character. And yes, I will consider him a villain. He's definitely up there as probably one of, I mean, he's the top three. <laughs> that's, For sure. Uh, that's going to be my, uh, my third placer. All right. Tough. Yeah. So Irons Al Ghul is uh, by far one of my uh, favorite villains. He's not on my list, but I love that choice. Yeah. He, he, he was almost here. <laughs> um, my third place is going to be actually Greed from Full Metal Alchemist or mm. even Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And, you know, Both I just, yeah, right. I just, I just love Greed because his whole, his whole personality and persona is like, I'm all for me and my people. But then you kind of get more story into him and he's never been that way. Like he, his greed is him loving people around him and making sure they're good. And, uh, in Brotherhood, I like it even more because, you know, he fuses with Ling or Ling becomes a part of him. And it's like, yo, Greed is actually so relatable that I don't even think, like, there's a villain I could actually love more. Like, he goes from that, that okay, he's a villain to, oh, no, he's a good guy now. So that's why right. I, I like Greed. Um, so I know that's a little light one because he's not always, he's not entirely a villain all the time. But, yeah, I love that dude. Nah, that's, that's a great one. <laughs> that's a damn good one. All right. Um, so if we're done with that, I can go into a couple of our uh, other listeners, um, villains that they sent out. You want to take Chris Tony? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me do Chris Tony. Where, where you at, Chris? All right. 
So, uh, oh, ooh, Chris Tony got got a couple. Um, yeah. So he has an honorable mention. His honorable honorable mention is Madara Uchiha of Naruto. Uh, clearly, he was OP um, <laughs> as OP can get. Like, how how are you a regular human being, but you just the strongest <laughs> dude around? Um, right. We we know who Madara Uchiha is. Straight OP had all the hands. Um, <laughs> then you got uh, uh, like or licked. From Black Clover, uh, he says. First of all, he costed all of the Clover Kingdom, the Wizard King. Uh, ooh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> secondly, he shares a body with the Golden Dawn Captain. Uh, Light is obviously, spoilers. yeah, right. Entirely too powerful. Dude's OP. Um, I'm I'm ahead on the manga, so I, I know what happens with that fight, but it's uh, great. Uh, then so, you got. Oh, go ahead. Real, go ahead. Real, real quick before we move on to Chris Tony's email, the reason why I didn't want to read his email is because. Tell them you spoiled it for me, dude. You spoiled it for me. I'm I had so no sad. idea they shared bodies with the Golden Dawn Captain. Okay, spoilers, spoilers ahead for the rest of these anime that we yeah. haven't talked about. These I'm sorry, bodies. Chris Tony. Sorry, I knew, everybody. I knew because I read the manga, but Polo didn't know, so I'm sorry. I didn't know, man. I spread right. that. The first thing I read was that five, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> all right so his number four is blackbeard from one piece uh the real reason ace was killed which is clear because blackbeard causes all the problems gets everyone together stole all of his fruit powers didn't even earn it right like how did you not earn anything and then kill whitebeard which i mean let's be fair they had to jump whitebeard because whitebeard's a goon uh <laughs> Lelouch, Lamparoche, uh this dude created a whole nation then betrayed all of them um for his and yeah betrayed his brother too like how you betray your own family though like i mean i know some people who do that but it's like let's let's be real it's crazy <laughs> and then he got i know people that do that too all right then we got itachi uchiha is number two on his list itachi uchiha uh, made the hard decision um killed his own family lied to his brother up until the very end also had a sword that can seal anything and shield that can defend against anything he all he was just born op but he was that villain who uh, kind of he played the villain, but really wasn't the villain. Super right. relatable. Uh, loved his family, but did what he had to cover the villain. Yeah, right. And then his final one is Aizen. Uh, he said, boy, this guy right here betrayed the soul society, ruined Tozen, ruined the old man's flame sword, used hundreds of people as test subjects, very Orochimaru-like, by the way. And then you <laughs> couldn't kill him. If I remember correctly, they defeated him like three or four times. Uh yeah, <laughs> so you kill Eisen and you thought you killed him and catch you next season, brother. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I feel like his uh his email was like a solid two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His was two emails, so we'll I guess go to. Uh, I was gonna say if you want, I can go to my um. Oh yeah, yeah. Go to go. Uh, you do the emails. Yeah, yeah. So, so we had a few people writing to us on Facebook. Um, we do have a Facebook page now. So, or by the time you listen to this, we'll have a Facebook page. Um, so you can write in there with any comments, concerns you have there. So I'm going to go ahead and read uh, Christopher uh, Goodwin. His is uh, Orochimaru from Naruto. Um, King Bradley from Full Metal Alchemist. Wow, King Bradley. Man, huh? the, the Fuhrer. <laughs> wow, dude. That's a good uh, Even though it's an American show, Dracula from Netflix, the Castlevania s- series. Wow. I say Dracula because like most good villains from anime, you can somewhat empathize with Dracula. Uh, if you've seen the show, you would know what I mean. Ooh, no spoilers, Christopher. Yo, you a real one for that one. Right? <laughs> you a real one for that one. Now I got to watch this, this Netflix series, dude. It's, 
Yo, it's so good though. Like so far, it's so good. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. The next one comes from uh, Jacob Mills. Jacob says, uh, "Light Yak. He's a villain with a go uh, that could be considered good, but goes about it with the methods that make him pure, make him appear villain." Huh. Wow. I like the way you worded it. Clean, yeah. smooth. <laughs> um, Thanks, Jacob. So you want me to do my second page villain? Uh, no, I do my second place villain. Real All right, quick. let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. My second place villain. Um, I mean, this is this is one I talked about. I think for the past two weeks, which probably getting y'all probably getting sick of me hearing, but Uh-oh. I mean, I have to. It's just he's he's just my favorite villain of all times, only because of what we talked about in some of these uh listeners uh mail. You can empathize with him, and that's gonna be Zabuza from Naruto. Zabuza <laughs> just his. His reasoning, like when when he explains it, as he's spoilers, as he's dying there next to his uh, what's his name? Fuck Haku. <laughs> Haku. Haku. Yeah, as right now, Dan dying next to Haku, you start to see him like completely change to the Zabuza we wanted in the rest of the show. <laughs> like if he could have stayed alive, if we could have had that Zabuza, and he was just a normal ninja, that would have been incredible. But yeah, his uh, his methods weren't quite right but i think he was one of the best villains only because he was like just super ready to kill kids also <laughs> right you're right though but also let's be real like that's when you knew naruto wasn't like a joke like yeah. they yep. met a, a whole man who was ready to kill kids and then ran into a um a mob of people and killed all the mobsters yep and right before that though like right With before no arms yeah, right before that, you like Naruto, the way they were treating this mission, they were treating it like it was just another mission. They didn't realize that they were gonna have to fight some real shit, like witness death, see carnage. Like it it they didn't think they were gonna see it like that. And Zabuza brought it. He was the first one to bring it, I think. Right. That's All my right. second place. So my second place, and I've I've I know I've said this once before, uh, and Polo, you probably already know this, but uh my second place villain, um, Oh, actually, um, yeah, it's Gilgamesh from mm. Fate. Fate Zero, Fate Stay, doesn't so matter what fate you in. Uh, Gilgamesh is the truth, um, mostly uh, just because, like, he's super confident, right? Like, he comes in, he's wearing all gold, like, clad in all gold armor. He's smirking at everything. You don't really make this dude mad or salty at all. And he's, like, he's talking all this crap. And everybody's like, yo, you can't be that tough. And he fights you and you're like, oh, no, you, you know what? You're confident for a reason. <laughs> it's just like you're not overconfident because you're just a, a punk or, or a no. smug. No, he's confident because he knows he can kill you. Like, yep. And he Gilgamesh, was super smooth about it. Yeah, Gilgamesh is the truth. And um, I also love him because he killed my favorite character in the uh, Fate series, Iskander. Uh, or Alexander the Great. <clears throat> Broke my heart entirely, but... Uh, I was so That's torn between them two. Yeah, but yeah, Gilgamesh <laughs> is the truth. Um, second place villain for me. Ooh, Gilgamesh. That boy, yeah. Gilgamesh is the embodiment of just, uh, just pure, I don't know, people don't use this term no more, but it's the only thing I can think of right now. I mean, that swag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just had it, man. He just, he just straight up had it. Yeah, man. That man was something else. <laughs> Uh, okay, next couple of uh, listeners. All right. So uh, 
one of our next listeners, a longtime friend of both of ours. I've known him since third grade. Uh, my my bro Keith Warner. Hey. Um, he says my favorite anime villain is King Bradley or the Fuhrer, as you all know him from Full Metal Alchemist. Hands down, ain't no one to be messed with, right? That's true. We all know uh, he's no one to be messed with. And Cell from Dragon Ball. Oh, uh, he was like Cell. Literally waited three days for dudes to uh, get stronger to fight him. <laughs> Cell said, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna wait three days for y'all to run me my fate. Yo, I forgot I'm, about that. I'm, I'm gonna build the stage for y'all to catch hands. That's Cell. And he stood there, bro. And he stood, stood there with his there. arms crossed. He didn't go get food. Oh. He let everything come to him." Uh, and then still whooped on the Z fighters until Gohan decided to get strong because his dad got killed or whatever died. Um, and then his <laughs> last right. one, he says, "I know what you're thinking, Montel, and I didn't forget." But last but not least, now who he's about to say would be Ooh. a solid runner-up for me, and I love this character. He clears his throat and says, <clears throat> "Kid Buu, mm. Kid Buu from Dragon Ball is one of my favorite villains." Um, and that man is the truth when it came to bodying and killing everybody. And what greater way to kill your worst enemy than to turn their sweet self into chocolate? No <laughs> pun intended. All pun intended. Kid Boo. Uh, I just love his pure outrage and ridiculousness. I love him. Uh, by far one of my favorite. Um, the next one is from an old coworker of mine, Andrew Kenter. He says, we talking Miriam, the Chimera Ant King from Hunter Hunter. Ooh. Right. Yeah, he says, the man is complex, reasons for both his aggression and his passion, the brilliance and thought and action, so much going on with the character. Love this fight with Netro, iconic. Yeah. So good. He, he's, wow. he's honestly amazing. And even the way you, you phrased that, uh, Andrew, was great. We appreciate that. Keith, 100%. I love you, bro. Keep them coming. Love um, you, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Polo. Oh, this is my number one, huh? No, no, you got to do two emails, bro. Oh, tripping. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So the next, the next email is uh, <laughs> uh, it's from Michael Michael Shelton. Michael Shelton says, "Madara, my man's had a dream and started all types of <laughs> of shenanigans over years to get stuff done and threw the hands with everybody who wanted it." And uh, he's referring to the <laughs> to the Great Ninja War because literally every ninja tried to attack Madara and got their ass. Whopped, got it handed to him. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Good one, Michael. That's it's it's one. thousands of y'all, and uh, Madara is like, oh, Hold up, hold this for me, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> the next one, uh, the next one comes from Desmond Lord Payne from Naruto. He said, Lord Payne farted and destroyed the holy village. And then he also, <laughs> he also mentions uh, Cell from Dragon Ball Z. He sat there for a week waiting to run people's face in his own arena. And then uh, Rob Lucci, Rob Lucci from One Piece, best fight in the One Piece history to me. Never seen it, so I can't comment so, on that. Um, Rob Lucci uh, is the dude who turns into a leopard, and oh. uh, he fights uh, Luffy. I saw that in the clip. Uh, that fight is intense, dude. Because I was, I remember watching this the first time. I'm like, oh, Luffy's gonna die here. Like this mm. is gonna be the end of it. I'm like, I know I got 400 more episodes after this, but Luffy's <laughs> gonna Luffy's gonna die right here. Oh like, my god! He just got his friend back, and he's about to die. Okay, cool. So yeah, Rob Lucci, great one. And then what's his last one, Polo? Oh, his last one is uh, Shomaru <laughs> from Immunasha. The uh, sibling rivalry, Fro Daddy's approval to wield his favorite sword was amazing. Wait, 
fro daddies he, he meant four daddies oh <laughs> he, they were fighting over daddy's approval i like i like fro daddies better it they is better. daddy's fro daddies approval wow to wield the weapon that's a good one so i think it's that time oh the number one number one what you got for me till all right so my number one is someone that no one knows i already know i'm not even gonna say anything about it but i did talk about this in my last episode um about my favorite um manga of all time uh technically he's an anime villain too uh okay his name is yudo ajika or ajika yudo um from twin star exorcist now i love this dude uh and he is the twin sister of um one of the protagonists or twin brother of one of the protagonists okay and um essentially he is the main antagonist in terms of like uh, these guys, they start off in like a exorcist school. Mm-hmm. He literally uh, carries out a mission as a kid because he's one of the most advanced kids in terms of like obviously this exorcist school and kills everyone in order to gain uh, this power to actually save the world is his goal. But he, he has to kill humans in order to gain this power because it's the only way to kind of do it or at least for someone like him to do it. Um, and he's gathering what's called the Basara, which is like these demons who ingest humans to gain human p- powers and whatnot. Uh, but this man, um, I just re- finished reading one of the manga chapters. <sighs> Yudo Jika is so beast, such <laughs> a monster. Um, I'm ready to watch him punch a hole in like the galaxy or something, man. Mm, he's like, that powerful huh? it's actually kind of ridiculous bro like um he's getting jumped right now by two of the strongest people mm. in the manga like literally the two strongest people in the manga one of them just got a whole power buff and he's fighting both of them by himself jesus and yeah what he, he is he running them oh he talking about running a fade they uh <laughs> they got a whole hands to fight this dude like they they got they they have to they need to work together um, mm-hmm. The one dude is literally saying, hey, I'm going to kill him before you do. And the other dude is like, no, I'm going to be the one to kill him. And then in reality, none of that's happening. Mm. Ain't nobody's killing him tonight. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Okay. So do we go to my number one? Yeah. My number one, the gold trophy. Now, this, this guy is, I mean, he's, he probably killed the most people in any anime probably ever. Uh-oh. I mean, besides the people that destroys the worlds and get wished back by Dragon Balls and whatnot, but we're not going to go into that. But it's, um, you ready? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Kayaba Akihiko from Sword Art Online. Now, Kayaba <laughs> is the director and creator of the Nerve Gear in Sword Art Online, and he's the one that traps all the players, sending signals to the users' bodies that if they die in the game, they die in real life. And so many people died in that damn game and also died in real life in the anime, of course. But his, man, his whole ideology is just crazy. The fact that he puts these people through this shit and tells, tells them, you have to come up to this 100th floor and beat me in order to get out of here for free. And he damn near, I mean, he damn near wasn't even trying to let him get out. Like, it's, it was just, uh, he, he's definitely probably one of the worst villains of any because of, just what he did. Like, he created a video game. Now, 
video games nowadays are played by kids. If you think about it in, in IRL, they're played by kids. So now you have these kids' families. And you don't you remember how many years they were trapped in there? Uh, I think it was two years. They were trapped in there for two years, bro. Two years. Imagine the amount of people that died. They say it in the anime. I don't remember the, the uh, total death count. Let me see if the death count is here somewhere. Uh, I, I just wanted, I want to tell you, though, that's a villain I didn't even think of. That's yeah. a yeah. great choice, by the way. That, that's why he was my number one, because he just has so much to him that is actually, he's disgusting. He's and, a disgusting and, fucking villain. And the fact that he was, wasn't he, wasn't he the guild leader of, uh, of Yuki's uh, guild? Yeah. In like, that's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up. He was the, he was the guild leader that entire time, and nobody, he was hiding in plain sight. Yeah, that was a, a, a great, oh man, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little tossed back off that one, man. That's yeah. a good right there. That's and why he was the only one I had at, at, at his, one point. Yeah, his, uh, his ambitions and whatnot mm-hmm. were, like, because I think, like, what he did, his goal was to make gaming more realistic, which, let's be right. real, like, for us avid gamers, to actually be in that kind of world, mm-hmm. although it's super scary to know that we would die, though that's low-key a dream come true to, like, exactly. be able to play a game that intense and, like, right. live that life. But it's also, like, man, like, you gonna kill us if I, like, die in real life here? Like, you know how often we die in video games? That's what I was just about to say. Like, <laughs> I play... I play MMOs on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash polo flop, but I play MMOs. The MMO I play the most is kind of similar to Sword Art is Black Desert. And do you know how many times I've died in Black Desert? Because it's a PvP heavy game. I've died so many times, like just thinking about that. Like I would have been dead I, probably the first two months if if I knew what was going on. Like if Not I didn't know what was going on, I probably would have just been PK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna say not to mention, um, in Sword Art Online, there were no skills other than unique skills, right? Yeah. So like you had to actually no unlock skills, like do things to unlock mm-hmm. your skills. So that was it's great, brilliant game strategy, everything like that. Uh great villain. I'm actually hyped about that. That was a great choice, Polo. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Um so we have uh I think is it three more people who, uh, who wrote in to us? Yeah. All right. So, so our one of our last writers, uh, Alan, uh, my boy Guff Pancakes, um, makes YouTube videos. He says, "All right, Gates from Full Metal Panic Second Raid. Dude mm-hmm. is literally awful. Kills innocent people. Plays with their dead bodies. A lot more spoiler stuff. Definitely, definitely him. Um, and he also asked me to shoot him a link, which I did. He uh told me he liked the uh, the show. But hey, um, thanks, bro." The the whole idea, I actually had to go check this guy out. And, yeah, he's actually ridiculous. He, like, shoots you dead in your face and then starts singing music. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you you really, this is really you. This is really your life. Like, you really wild. Um, great, great choice, Alan. I actually, uh, I, I actually had this on my list as well. So now I have to uh, really watch this and oh, give it a go. Is that, isn't yeah. that a Mecca? Uh, yeah, there's Mecca in here. <laughs> I might just have to uh, watch it though because of that recommendation because that's a good that's a good explanation of a villain. Of a villain. Yeah, you also, um, bro. Come on, we gotta you know we gotta add some new some new stuff to your. I know I gotta, I gotta wide <laughs> my horizons or whatever. And then um, one of my good friends from um, work, 
uh, Kylie Mack, and I call him K Mack every once in a while. He says Gary or Gary Oak from Pokemon. Uh, let's be real here. Anyone who says uh, "smell you later," definitely a villain worth hating. <laughs> Gary Oak, come on, man! <laughs> that Gary Oak is is horrible. I'd have beat him in a Pokemon battle. I'm so sorry Ash didn't when he needed to. God, yeah, I like <laughs> Gary, get out of here. Right, I hated him on the games. He just picked the. He just picked my element weakness. That's, like, that's all I know him by. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm gonna pick whatever's stronger than you on purpose. Did you already read Steve's? No, that's the last one, bro. Oh, Steve says, uh, what's this vicious from Cowboy Bebop? Cold ass dude. I never knew how to say his name. Was it vicious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cold ass dude. That's just... <laughs> Wait, I didn't I didn't read it before I read it. <laughs> Wait, I, just... I was gonna yeah. say you said cold ass and didn't even didn't even read it. Yeah, no, a cold ass dude. That should all that should be all I have to say about him. Yo, that's a fact. <laughs> Yo, that I think that's the best one yet. Yeah, with the with how good Cowboy Bebop is though, like yeah. that whole fight with Vicious, that whole yeah. ending battle. Ooh, oh my god, dude. He's a um, cold ass dude. That's all I should have to say about him. Yeah, right, that is. That's exactly yeah, no, it. right. Say no more, fam. We got you on this one. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one. If you haven't Ooh. um seen Cowboy Bebop, it's a classic. Um so good. all the way from the beginning to end, straight my greatness. Gosh. And that end man. it's oh man. The way it ends is just beautiful. Well, some yeah. of the best music in any anime. Right. Too. We love you, Spike. <laughs> rest, rest <laughs> hey, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Over chill. Over chill. All right. right, man. Such a good one. Such a good one. Man, we read all the letters. That's all of them. That's all of them. And we gave our number one. Wow. Yo, if you enjoyed that segment, please feel free to write in to uh, Mike Check waifuwaifu.com slash contact because we have a website now. So uh, <laughs> check that out. Um, damn, do we... I feel like that was quick. Wasn't that quick? It was pretty quick. Damn. Okay. Um, in, in, your, in your meantime, also, uh, since we know y'all gonna love that uh, segment, um, thank y'all all for writing in. Yes, but also, um, if you email us, uh, feel free to just tell us, you know, anything about uh, whatever anime you're currently watching or just, yeah, give us like some like hidden gems that you may have seen that, we, you know, you didn't know. Um, Polo doesn't necessarily read manga, but I do. So if you got a manga you want to shout out, um, tell us that too. Give us, um, give us your insight. Give us a little bit something extra to talk about that we can um, make you feel special, a little bit more part of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, next week episode, I think we should talk about the uh, summer releases, the second half summer releases that's coming out. So if if any summer release interests you, write in and let us know. Or if you uh if you watch any new ones this summer, uh, tell us what you think about it. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we recap what we're currently watching. It's called the uh what what we should call this segment something. Give it a cool name or something. All right. Like uh um I don't know. If you have a cool name idea, let us know. Also write in too. But this is basically where we recap episode 13 of one of my favorite shows probably that came out in the last 10 years, Demon Slayer. Oh, it's such a good show. Oh, God, such a good fucking show. But I have some gripes with this episode. So before we get into it, again, spoilers, episode 13 of Demon Slayer, a review recap. Uh, 
right in and let us know what you think about that episode too. Here we go. Tell. All right. Let's start off with your thoughts of this episode. Uh, so I love the emotion, period. Um, I love the beginning of it because we get um, a resolution to the end of the last episode in terms of like uh, our boy um, cutting down this demon. Um, but I loved all of that. And all up until the ending, I kind of I feel like I got the emotion that I wanted. See, last episode, you wanted him, you wanted Zetsu because Tanjiro's getting his ass whooped, but that didn't quite happen. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, uh, it kind of, what this episode did to me, it had me on the edge of my seat for about 50% of it. And that's during the fight. Anytime Tanjiro was fighting, it was just great. But the other segments and scenes were way too long. And I knew exactly what they were trying to do. They were just trying to fill it up so they can do what they did when they ended it this last episode or episode 13. Yeah. Give us uh, something to watch next. Yeah, next episode. exactly. Which kind of, it, it kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth, but I understand why they did it, but it still was just a great climax to, uh, to Kyoji's story. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you hear about him and what he went through as a human it was pretty rough. It was pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, and he got he got everything he was looking for, which is odd, out of his battle with Tanjiro. He was looking right. for a recognition, basically. Mm-hmm. And no matter what he did, he couldn't get that recognition. And Tanjiro, being his normal self, inadvertently gives it to him. He right. gives him the recognition he's looking for. And like, oh shit! I don't want to step on your on your on your notes. Like, this is your hard work. I'm not about to dirty it up with my shoes. So he's sacrificing himself in that battle to and yeah exactly uh, and instantly yeah instantly the 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 demon is uh no longer striking at the ground and striking in air mm-hmm. and he's missing Tanjiro uh wild, widely um and Tanjiro you know finally gets his deep breath in uh no wait he did the short short breath this time short breath this time yep yeah he did the short breath this time and is able to essentially run on the walls as they're turning and get a strike off that uh, essentially slays a demon. The demon kind of... Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I said he's Jesus. He ran on water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, so he gets a strike off that essentially slays the demon. Um, but the cool thing is that as the demon goes down, you know, Tandro always does this thing where he kind of like does a slight little prayer over the demon but the demon asks you know kind of asking questions and wants to know like you know because well, during the fight didn't he call it fantastic or something like that his yeah uh, his work was fantastic well yeah he called, amazing. Not, his uh his ability amazing yeah, he yep. called his uh his uh his art his demon art amazing because he can control literally like to be able to control a building like that is like control over space mm-hmm which is like ridiculous. That's not, that's not a reality of something that can be done. He controls space and then also is able to lash out attacks that are completely void of, you know, any kind of uh, physical substance. Yeah. They just, it's just air scratching at you. So no, that, that was amazing. And Tandro recognized him for that. And the demon instantly felt like relieved. It took him all this time, but he was recognized for both his writing as well as his uh, music, his demon art. Yep. Which is all he wanted in both life and afterlife. 
which was nuts, man. That that and that part of the show or this episode, I should say, was the absolute best, man. And then, I mean, getting a kill guy's story was cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I getting his story kind of helped, I guess, summarize how I felt during that fight. But like, I don't, I don't know. Just, I guess it's more so towards the end that that kind of fucked me up. And that was the the way they executed it to drag it on to make it last until the next episode. Yeah. He did what he, you know, when he did for the attack on the forehead dude. But basically, now, yeah, if you wanted to go ahead and recap well, that. Well, I was going to ask you because when they get, so as you know, like uh, he escorts, Tandro escorts the two children out, mm-hmm. um, out of the house. And we see uh, Zenetsu uh, all bloodied up and black eyed and whatnot. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, Tanjiro smells his blood and he goes running out like, yo. Yeah, yeah. How, how did that make you feel, though? Uh, again, because, like. Because I can tell you how it made me feel, but I, I, I can tell we're already two different feelings on this one. I mean, what Zetsu did was cool. It was dope. I, it's, the, it's the direction of this episode that bothered me, but, like, the, the whole concept of it was dope. Like. I mean, the fact that he protected this box that Tanjiro said was so very important to him that he would give his life for. So he's like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to protect it. But, yo, fall asleep on the box or something. Fuck this dude up, man. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> okay. just, get, just sitting there and getting your ass beat is just, uh, well, I don't know. Well, they're not. So demon slayers aren't supposed to draw their swords on humans. We know that much. And right. we know that uh, the boarhead um, guy is, he's not, civilized right you know yeah. we, we know that much he was the um, first we come to find out this episode too that he was the one off the uh up the mountain for the uh final examinations too which was dope because he was He's, raised he was raised yeah. by the wild yep. um but yeah, the boarhead guy is not very civilized so I feel like he's the one that's gonna kill any human if if that happens but mm-hmm. They all know that inside is um Tandro's box is a demon Sunetsu right. says he already knew this because he yeah, could hear it. But the reason Zenetsu wants to protect the box is because he uh, was able to hear, like, peace in Tanjiro that he had never heard from anywhere else. Like, even in, like, just existence itself. Like, the trees make sound that sounds like peace. He's like, Tanjiro sounds like what, like, the most peaceful thing I've ever heard. So whatever's in this box that, that's that important to him, I need to ask him myself before we right. start this attack. There has to be a valid reason for it. Yeah. Exactly. And... What I what all I had to say was that like I'm I'm thoroughly surprised like that itself didn't put you put Zenetsu like two spaces up your list right now like um, I mean Zenetsu's like, not my favorite but he 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 can be there he needs some character growth but he definitely deserves like a place on the list so what he did I mean he, he it didn't make him a better character it made me have a little bit more respect for him like as a character he's still fucking shitty. Like when <laughs> when the next episode start, he's gonna be a crying, blubbering mess. After when you know Tenjiro attacks the boarhead, dude's gonna be like, "Oh my god, no!" To fight each other, whatever the case may be. But I do have a lot more respect for him for him doing that, like because he could have been a bitch and he could have hid behind the little kid inside the forest, but he he didn't. He protected this box that was so important to somebody who he considered a peaceful guy, a guy that didn't deserve, you know, whatever forehead man was going to do to him so i mean yeah he has some respect but i already know what's going to happen next episode it's going to go back to the same crying mess 
I just can't stand. And I'm sorry to be so negative I mean, about this episode, but this episode was so good up until that point, man. I mean, so I felt uh, nothing but tension, though. So, like, I was ready. And, I mean, I understand where you, where you, where you are, right? Mm-hmm. I was ready. I'm like, Tundra, let's get this dude. Let's get this dude. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm thinking about, like, let's say you remember us back in middle school or high school or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, we got to get this dude. We got to get this right. dude. That's how I'm feeling about Tundra right now. I'm just like, yeah. nah, man. He, this dude doing all that talking. He talking about he going to kill your box or hit your, stab your box, and he going to kill the Zenetsu dude. And you know you're not with that. You're not about that life. Tundra, get this dude. Get this dude. That's just how I, I'm feeling. And I'm just like, yo, this is about to be so hype, right? And you see that anticipation build up in Tundra, and Tundra dives in, and I'm just ready. And I'm ready to see. So you don't feel like, you don't feel like that Tanjiro wouldn't have charged sooner than what he did? Like, he let Zetsuo get punched and kicked three or four times before he actually finally let it build up and him attack. I don't, I don't you see... You think that t- was, like, a, just a weird direction move? Well, so here's my thing is that Tanjiro, even when... Um, like, so when he went up the mountain initially and they were doing the exams, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he instantly was, like, saving people, but both of these guys are, like, demon hunters within themselves. Like... And but it's his sister, bro. It's his yeah, sister. Yeah, but he's never had to, like, explain to people who are on his level, like, what's going on with his his sister, you know? Like, he's never had to explain that to nobody. So, like, that's why I'm I'm going to give it a little bit of leeway. Like, you know, like, how how does he handle this situation? Yeah. Um, now, I do understand, though, because I know if it, were, if it were me, I probably would have thought a lot less. But yes. also... But you, you know, uh, okay, you don't even have to draw your sword or kill him. Push him, throw him like you did it in the earlier episodes. Like just get him away from that box because that box is so important to you. You're yeah. standing there watching Zetua get his ass kicked and punched. Not once, not twice, but three or four times. Yeah, but right before this, we I also heard his ribs crack. That's true. I mean, I guess <laughs> we heard his ribs crack just because he took a loud bre- a large breath. He just like <laughs> crack. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's a good point, but I mean, even still, he still mustered up the, the fight to do that. So he, I mean, why not muster up the fight to finish the rest to to charge sooner? I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the, it, again, the episode was phenomenal, other than the direction because of the fact that you know the director or whoever wanted us to come back Wait, for the next episode. Yeah, come back for the next episode. Of course, they wanted to stretch it out. Now, right. my question is, are you actually excited for the next episode, though? Yes. Yes, it worked. It worked. It pissed me off because I'm so excited for the next episode now. Like, I'm mad because I'm excited now. <laughs> well, and, uh, I don't like to be the negative type, but, man, I'm, I'm pissed because now I'm like, what? I got to wait a week, brother. That's the best, though. It's like I, I hate having to wait. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. But the fact that we know we have some heat to come back to next week yeah, when we true. talk to y'all on Mike Check Waifu Waifu <laughs> episode four is going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be so crazy because we know Zanetsu about to be off on the side somewhere with his black eye. And Tandro is going to take this boarhead dude and probably knock him up against a tree or something like that. And yeah. then, then they're going to see his sister and they're going to be like, oh, no. Like, hey. Oh, they probably ain't gonna see his sister because his sister is it's this sunlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, but when it, when nighttime come about, she gonna be like karate kicking people in the chin. True, punching holes through people, just letting them know. 
But yeah, that's uh yeah. I, we if I mean I know we don't do ratings and we probably won't do ratings. Maybe we should. Maybe we could come up with our own rating system or something like that. Yeah. What would you say this episode was out of let's say ten? Oh man, see I wouldn't I wouldn't do out of ten because ten is like too much right now. I'd probably do like <laughs> a, a six, right? And I'm I'm doing something like a six because the episode wasn't the best episode. The beginning was really good, so which is good. why it's not a five. <laughs> um, but the ending, the, like I said, I like I just like the fact that the ending gave me suspense and tension, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to make make it like a hype episode. It was just an average episode. I'm gonna say a five, and I'm gonna say a five because fifty percent of this show was phenomenal, and the other fifty was just. It, it left me wanting, I guess this is a good thing, but it just left me wanting in a bad way because so, so deliberate, so intentional that it just it left a bad taste in my mouth. So we, we, that, that's, that's why I get a five from your boy. Hey, I was going to say, we're going to have to come up with a great and scale. Our yeah, own, I know. Oh, yeah. WWW great and scale. Write in and let us know if you think what, what, what we should have for that. That'd be dope. That's a good idea. Just some like, Something that doesn't take itself too seriously, but it's still effective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever watched this guy named Jeremy John who does movie reviews? I haven't. His top rating is called Awesome Tacular, and his most bottom rating is Dog Shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like his rating systems. And we'll watch and we'll buy on Blu-ray, and this is a good time, no alcohol required, or it's a good time if you're drunk. Like, I like his rating system. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just give us give us an idea. But other than that, that's a wrap on episode three of My Check Waifu Wife. You can follow me on Twitter at Polo Born I was about to say at King Teliano. Wow. Hey, that's me. <laughs> that's me. You follow me on Twitter at King Teliano. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at Naughty Gentleman. And follow me on Instagram at Polo Born Uh Thanks you all for listening. Thank you all so much for really enjoyed this episode a whole hell of a lot because of you guys' involvement. We appreciate it. Like, like, rate, like, and subscribe on iTunes and all podcast services. We'll see y'all next week. Craig. Peace, Craig. Bye, Craig. Craig is not out of here. (laughs) I'm getting out of here.